The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Hello, this is Dr. Fry, and I want to thank you for taking the opportunity to view today's broadcast. It is an honor and privilege to be able to come into your homes and share the Word of God. I'm going to continue today teaching on kingdom realities, finding out who you are in Christ. We have been receiving notifications and emails and orders from people all over the country to get this series into their faith libraries because it has been a blessing to find out who they are in Christ. So enjoy today's lesson. Open up your heart to receive the revelation that's going to come through today's broadcast, and I know you'll be blessed. Stay tuned. Afterwards, I'll come back with some exciting information and a free offer. God bless you. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. Now, when God had our creation on his mind, <clears throat> the next thing he had on his mind was dominion. He says, let us make man in our image and after our like, and let them have dominion. His first thought about you at, at creation or after creation is to give them some dominion. You see what I'm saying? Now he says in verse number 27, it says, so God created man in his image and in the image of God created he him, male and female created him, he them. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have what? Dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that creeps upon the earth. Now, now I'm emphasizing this word over because for too long, I believe people in the body of Christ have been having an under mentality. That we're living under circumstances, that we're living under situations, that we're living under this and under that. In other words, we have a perspective that we always are looking up to something instead of looking down to something. But scripture says when you understand dominion, you understand you're now over, no longer under. So if I'm over something, I'm not looking up to it. I'm looking down to it. The only thing I got to look up to is God Almighty. Come on, talk to me now. And see, this, this should change your perspective. He says, let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. In other words, let them have the ability to dominate let them have ability to be in control that let them have dominion or, or the ability to reign in life glory to God that's what God was saying in the in the beginning but we understand it was interrupted through Adam's uh, transgression but how many know Jesus is the second Adam which came back and restored back to us what the first Adam messed up are y'all hear what I'm saying so shout this morning say I have, I have. dominion yeah, and let them have, let them have. Not let me keep, but let them have. Not, not let me possess, but let them have. So at creation, God gave us dominion. 
And then Jesus restored it, and through the born-again experience, we received it back. Go to uh, Psalm 8, please. Go to Psalm 8. Let's take a look at this thing here. And this should, I, I, I want to stir you up, and I want you to be encouraged and excited about this because, again, this should change your perspective. It should change your life from this day forward because if you know you're already over, then we can rest in knowing that it's already done. Got it? That's why the scripture says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request made known unto God. Yeah, what you going to have to worry about? It's, it's done. It's over. I'm, I'm over this. Why well, the scripture said, yea, though they walk through, not camp out, not stay around, not build a house in, but let them walk what? Through the valley of the shadow. Not death, but the shadow of it. So it may be, may be close, but it ain't gonna, it ain't, it's not going to take you out. And so you're walking through it to the other side. Because the, the reason to walk through is because there's an other side for, that he wants you to get to. You got it? But we see from the New Testament when Jesus said, let us go to the other side, the enemy stirred up a storm. And what the storm was designed to distract them off of what was already declared. Jesus said, Jesus said, let's go to the other side. It didn't regardless, regardless of what the weather did or didn't do. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And so now this storm comes up. The Bible says a great tempest comes up. Why to distract them? And now the, the ship is being flooded. They're trying to get water out the boat. Jesus is down there uh, sleeping because he understood his dominion. Ah, oh, man. See, you sleep good even in the storm when you understand dominion. See, folk don't understand dominion. They up. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, Lord, help me. Oh, Lord, help me. No, the people who understand dominion are asleep. Because they know it's already done. Jesus knew from the beginning, as soon as he got on his boat, he was going to make it to the other side. But they woke him up. Master, master, care us not that that, that, that we die. Jesus said, oh, ye of little faith. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all been around me all this time. Don't you understand that, you know, we're going to the other side? And they say, okay, just just to calm y'all down a little bit. Peace! Be still. And the storm stayed. And they had smooth sailing. Glory to God. Ah, y'all going to get this before y'all go home. Okay. Praise the Lord. Look at this. Look at this. Verse number four. Let's go to verse number three. All right. Let's go to verse number one. Let's just take the whole thing in. Okay. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mayest steal the enemy and the avenger when i consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers the moon and stars which thou hast ordained verse 4 what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him so the psalmist is is giving uh, a, a message through an angelic perspective angels like what's going on with this man that you made that you're always thinking about him and that you always want to go visit him. They're like, we up here crying, holy, 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 and you want to go visit man. What's up? So why do you want to go visit this man? And then he says here, 
Uh, in verse number five, for thou hast made him a little lower than angels. That word angel should be translated Elohim. And has crowned him, crowned who? Man, with glory and what? Honor. So we're God's greatest creation. We are in awe of angelic beings. The thought of them. And we know they're not like, you know, world portrays, you know, nice plump babies with wings. You know, you know that, right? Okay, you know that, right? Okay. Just because they only are all in the house. That make them the angels that would. No, the Bible says that the angels excel in strength. How many know a little baby with some ring, wings don't have much strength? But he says, you have made them a little lower than angels or Elohim and has crowned him with glory and what? Honor. We're his highest creation. Verse 6 says, thou madest him, him who? Man, to have what? To have what? Check out what he gave, gave us dominion over. Thou madest him to have dominion over the what? Works of thy or his hands. Turn to your neighbor and say, wow. Now tell your other neighbor and do that backwards. Wow. It said, thou madest him to have dominion, the ability to dominate, the ability to rule, the ability to manage his affairs, the, the ability to speak to things, the ability to call things into existence that doesn't exist yet. Have dominion over the works of his hands and has put all things under his, his who? His man, man's feet. So your circumstances that you've been facing is under your feet. And so we've been giving it too much weight in our lives. We've been crying about it, praying about it. We've been, we've been uh, suffering about it. We've been, uh, you know, complaining about it. We've been murmuring about it. We've been, we've been putting up with it because we, th we think we have to overcome it. But scriptures let us know we already overcome it. Because it's already under our feet. That's why you're in the place of over. You look, if something under your feet, you look what? Down. You don't look up to see what's under your feet. You don't even look eye to eye to see if something is under your feet. You always have a posture that I'm going to look down because I'm already what? Over. He says, gave him dominion over the works of his hands and put all things under his feet. Shout with me this morning. Say, I have dominion. Shout, I'm supposed to dominate. So if that's the case, then what, what, what's, what's happened? What's happened to us that we can't embrace this revelation and we can't walk this thing out? What, what's, what's going on? And, and it has to do with your soul. You hear what I'm saying? It has to do with how you think. Because a lot of times before we come to God and before we come to Jesus, we had a life of struggle. We had a life of trying to make it. Come on, I'm not the only one. We had a life of trying to figure this thing out, right? And so when we get to Jesus, we're glad that we're saved and we're going to heaven, but we don't realize everything that comes with our salvation experience. Now he's taking you from the back to the front, from the bottom to the top, from the tail to the head. 
But if nobody shows you that in Scripture and, and reveals to you who you are right now, you won't be able to walk in that. Y'all hear what I'm saying? All right, go to Romans chapter 8 now. Go to Romans chapter 8. Let's take a look at this here. Romans chapter 8. I, we have dominion. We're, we're in a place of dominion. So we're supposed to be able to control and rule and manage our situation. So if your life is not like you want it right now, change it. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Pastor, you mean I don't have to be dependent on the man? No. Not the man that we know. We got to be dependent upon the man. But not the man that, you know, you know the, the, the terminology. You mean to tell me it doesn't matter, you know, uh, where I was born, who I was born to, what area, I, what area I'm in? No, the scripture says you ought to be blessed in the city or in the field and everywhere in between. You ain't got to go to the metro to be, be blessed. No, you don't. You can be blessed right in the field. You can be out in the cornfield, nobody around, and just be as blessed as you want to be. Just go on with your blessed self. Because God knows where you are. He knows your address. Yeah, he'll get to you what you need to get to you. It can come to you from anywhere, at any time, through anybody. Ask your neighbor, say, you got my stuff? You got my stuff? Come on, ask him. <laughs> if they say, yeah, then say, get up off of it then. Get up off of it. Don't be playing with me. No better time to act than right now. <laughs> All right, look at this in verse number uh, Romans 8 and verse number uh, 17. Y'all there? No, go to verse 16. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are what? The children of God. Look at verse number 17. And if children, then what? Heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Stop there for a moment. Joint heirs with who? joint heirs with Christ that man now joint means you have equal accessibility to what he has is that correct see when you do a joint account it is written Jane and John when it's not when you don't want it to be joint it's Jane or John right that means the first one get to it can get it can have it but it's a joint account, that means it's an equal access, equal share. So that whatever's in that account, both have equal access to what's available. Got it? The or, the other one has to give permission to the, uh, to the other person to access the account. Got it? Now, so he says joint heirs with Christ. So that means whatever Christ has, whatever Jesus has through his anointing, I'm a joint heir to that. That means whatever he possesses, I also possess. Oh, y'all ain't getting this. I said, you're not getting this. Whatever he possesses, I possess. I possess. Okay, let me, let me break it down. Like, like you know, Dr. Wendham, I said, uh, I said we're, we're married and we, and we have, uh, uh, everything is joint. I mean, it, there's no, there's no, uh, individual accounts, it ain't he, he money, she money, it ain't none of that, it's our money. Praise Jesus. That's why I had no problems in the early days. She was making more money than what I was on the job. <laughs> I cared one, I didn't care one lick. 
because we all come to the same spot. <laughs> go on, girl, get a raise. Praise the Lord. Go on, get a raise. Go on, girl. Do your thing. Do, do what you want to do. It's your thing. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it didn't bother me none. Some, pe- some people think that, you know, if, if the woman makes more than a man, it's less of a man. No, no. A smart man would say, praise Jesus. I'm married to me a good woman. <laughs> I see y'all ain't trying to go there. Yeah. <laughs> no. So it's all joining. So we have equal access. So it's not my house. It's not her house. It's our house. It's not, it's not her money. It's not my money. It's our money. It's not her car. It's not my car. It's our car. It is not her kids, it's not my kids, it's our kids. It's, it's not, uh, it's not uh, my retirement, her retirement, it's our retirement. It is not, uh, you know, my vision, her vision, it's our vision. It is not my assignment, her assignment, it's our assignment. It's joint, equal share. So that means if there's joint, if this thing is joint, then whatever we have together, we have both equal access to it. You got it? So if together we make uh, three hundred thousand dollars a year. She makes three hundred, and I make three hundred. Y'all ain't happy about me making three hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm, I'm trying to get y'all to get on board. You know, like, yes, amen. Go ahead, go. You know, see, see, we share the same grace, and so if that kind of grace come up on me, you know, you got to increase it. But I'm gonna increase it. See, y'all don't see it like, cause y'all, y'all don't understand this joint thing yet. You think if I make that, then you're going to have to make less. No, if I make that, that's going to give you room to increase. Why? Because she's as, she has access to 300. I have access to 300. Right? So this, if we break it down from that and put it over in this context of Jesus. If we're joint heirs with Jesus, if he's anointed, I'm anointed. If he has dominion, I have dominion. If he can cast out devils, I can cast out devils. If he can raise the dead, I can raise the dead. If, I can, if he can uh, speak, speak to devils or he can heal the sick, uh, I can heal the sick. Come on, talk to me. If he can call things that be not as though they were, guess what? I can call things that be not as though they were. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? This is the joint mentality. Got it? It's not that he just gave us a little bit to get by. Everything he has, we are available. It's available to us. All right, let's go down a little bit, little bit further here. Let's go down a little, little bit further. It says here, uh, verse 28. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Verse 28. A few scriptures, but bear with me. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed, shaped to the image of his son. What did Genesis 1 say? Made in the what? Image and likeness. Wow. So from the beginning of the world, we were predestined or preordained to be like him. Oh, my gosh. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also what? Glorified. See, Psalm said we've been crowned with glory and what? Honor. You're walking around in glory. What shall we say then of these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Oh, stuck it now. 
He spared not his son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us how many things? God gave us Jesus. Why is he holding anything else back? Including dominion. Okay, here we go. It says, who, uh, where am I? Yeah, yeah, okay, thank you. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died, yes, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God who maketh intercession for us? Man, check this out. We've been given glory. We've been given honor. We've been given dominion. We've been a joint heir with Jesus Christ. We've been conformed to this image. And then after all that, Jesus is now at the right hand, making sure everything that he said come to pass. So he's sitting at the right hand of God right now, making sure you have dominion. Making sure that your needs be met. Making sure that you're healed. Glory to God. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? He said, making intercession for the saints. You're not in this all by yourself. Jesus is working on your behalf, even behind the scenes. You just got to keep your heart right and your faith right and let him do what he got to do. Praise the Lord. He said he'll make it intercession. He's standing in the gap. He's reminding God on a consistent basis they deserve that. That's theirs. They can have that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Then he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Then he mentions some things. Anybody had any tribulation? Anybody had any distress? How about some persecution? Anybody been hungry? <laughs> okay. How about without any clothes that you don't that you want to wear? Anyway? We've been all clothed, but that might not have been what we wanted to put on. Come on, talk to me. We was having marriage class. We was having marriage class one time, and one of the guys asked this question. He said, Pastor, help me understand this about my wife. How can she go in the closet and the closet be full of clothes and then make this statement? I don't have nothing to wear. And I had the wisdom of God at that particular time. I said, but see, sometimes, see, 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 ladies like to dress based upon how they feel. And so sometimes they have a certain feeling about how they want to look. And they go in the closet, and what's in the closet just don't work, about, don't work for how they feel right now. So it's not that they're saying they don't have anything to wear. They don't have anything that they ha that to wear to help them feel like they're feeling right now. Y'all better give it up for your pastor. That's wisdom of God right there. Y'all better, that's the wisdom of God. Am I right, ladies? I, that, that, had, that, that had to come from the Lord because I hadn't thought about that at all. I feel like Peter. Yeah, yeah, you are, you are the Christ. Peter, you got revelation, boy. Back to the scripture, it says. For <laughs> she said, what word? I lost my place. <laughs> Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, the tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. In other words, the world has already counted us done. That's what he's saying here. He said people who don't understand this relationship with God already 
think that we're, we're already done. It's, it, it's no hope for them. But notice what he said in verse number seven, uh, 37. Nay or no in all these things. In how many things? That means in tribulation. That means in distress. That means in persecution. That means in famine. That means in nakedness. That means in peril. Or that means in sore or in fighting. The Bible says that in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You're more than what? Conquerors. That means you already win. Then he says, this, I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels or principalities or powers, things present, things to come, nor height, nor depth, or any other creature shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Glory to God. Hey, praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, say, ain't no stopping me now. Ain't no stopping me now. Yeah, we moving forward, man. What's going to stop you? Death can't stop you. Tribulation can't stop you. Distress can't stop you. Persecution can't stop, stop you. Sword can't stop you. Come on now. You can't be stopped, glory to God. Because in all these things, I'm more than conquered. It don't matter what you think about me right now. You might, you might think I'm going down. You might, not, you might think I'm not going to make it. But in all these things, I'm more than conquered. Why? Because I have dominion and I have a right to dominate. And I'm going to call the shots up in here. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The Life of Faith broadcast has gone mobile. Now you can access life-changing messages at any time right from your iPhone, iPad, or Android-enabled phone or tablet. With the free Faith Christian Center International mobile app, you'll always be only a tap away from sermons, blogs, videos, and much, much more. Download this amazing free app by visiting the iTunes App Store, Google Play, or logging on to www.fccintl.org today. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoy today's lesson as you continue to learn about who you are in Christ. I tell you, once you find out your identity and who you are, it empowers you to stand up for your rights and privileges outlined in the word of God. I was not able to put the entire series on today's broadcast because of time restraints, but I'll place it in a six CD or six DVD series to get into your faith library. The price is shown at the bottom of your screen. So call that number, write us at the address below, and let us know that you want this series, Kingdom Realities, in your faith library, and we'll rush it out to you as soon as possible. I want you to have this series in your faith library because I want you to have understanding and revelation of who you are in Christ. Once you receive understanding from the Word of God, Scripture says that the enemy cannot come and steal the Word any longer. Praise God. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So call that number below, write us at the address below, and let us know you want kingdom realities in your faith library, and we'll rush it out to you as soon as we can. So until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. 
Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.